hello and welcome to my fit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> to Midwestern Maidens. <laughs> Georgia Hardstark. <laughs> That's Heather. I'm Colleen. Uh, don't mind our yes. Um, don't mind my finger. I cut myself. I cut myself trying to open um, my drink that's in my cup, and it won't stop bleeding and so I'm making do with what I have on Max's desk. It's just a ring in toilet paper. It's holding it in place, but... It won't stop bleeding? Well, I kind of took a chunk out of it with one of, like, these things. Oh. So, I think oh. it's fine now. It's not big. Like, it's not anything crazy, but... Oh, okay. I'm going to take it off and see. For not a while, like I was like... Stitches. No. Oh, no, no. Ugh. If anything, I just I just put super glue on it and we'd be fine. <laughs> That's what they do in the ER anyway. We'll just well, throw some super glue on it. Healthcare in the United States. And they're gonna charge you seventy thousand dollars for that. Don't have money to go to the ER? Just slap a little super glue and duct tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good to go. I feel like that's such a dad thing to do. Honestly, yeah. Um Oh my gosh. What is in your cup today? Well, I was going to say, I think you should go first, because last episode, I feel like I kind of hijacked that conversation, and then I was like, oh my god, we didn't talk about what was in your cup. Oh, no, I was going to add, don't do the pumpkin spice cold brew from Dunkin' Donuts. I love Dunkin', uh, but pumpkin spice cold brew? No. Not good. Not good. It's, it was okay. not, I, I had it once, like two years ago, and never again. It was not, not good at all. Oh, no. But Duncan, everything else is delicious if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just have some critiques on pumpkin spice cold brew and your chai. Mm-hmm. You know, and also the fact that I personally am partial towards uh, Tim Hortons. Personally. So we had one here, and then it, I don't know how it closed, because it was always busy, mm -hmm. but it was replaced with the Dunkin'. Mm. Not complaining. Oh, but see, the, the iced cappuccinos that they had, where it was like and a coffee slushy, yeah. ugh, was so good. Mother fucking Timbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. So good. So good. I have three cups right now. Um, love it. I love a girl that stays hydrated. Yes. <laughs> and all good things come in threes, right? So I have yes. regular water. I have soda water with lemon, which is the one that maimed me. Um, mm. Because I got a giant ass San Pellegrino. And then I also have passion tea in my little oh, corgi I love cup. That. Yeah. Oh, your mug looks super cute. It has a little corgi on it, but he lost one of his feet um, a couple years ago. Oh, see, I just thought it was a tail. Nope. That's a little foot. That's super cute. Yeah. What's in your cup today? Um, so I have two beverages as well. I typically do. Um, first, my emotional support water bottle. 
daughter's room. So the allergies are rearing their ugly heads right now. Um, it was, it felt like a episode of Hoarders, a little bit. Um, do you remember a couple years ago when I said no one is allowed to buy Genevieve anything with stickers because at her old house she literally put stickers on any surface that she could find? Yeah. I saw the um, picture you sent. There's crayon on every single surface. Crayon. However, um, no one is allowed to buy her any bead bracelet making kits because one of the kits spilled. And at any given time, I had like five beads stuck to the bottom of each foot. Oh my god. Yeah, it was a lot. So, I'm drinking tonight an apple cider with the Smirnoff Kiss Caramel Vodka. Yeah. It is so goddamn good. It is hitting the spot. It is not make. it's making me, for a while there tonight, I was like, why did I have kids? This is cleaning up their room, freaking nightmare. This, calming that down a little bit. Saving so, it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Also, um, I've been thinking about you because all of the trees in my neighborhood are starting to change colors. Or there's like one specific one down at the end of the street, and I'm like, oh, Heather would love this. There's like crunchy leaves on the ground too, some early leaves. I thought of you, uh, what was it, Monday maybe? I was driving, it had to have been after work, and just like a couple of like lone dry leaves still nice enough that we've been able to like still wear shorts and yeah like I don't know how it is in Kentucky but in Chicago it's like you know shorts and long sleeve shorts and crew neck kind of weather jeans and a t-shirt um I'm here for it I am loving it <laughs> it's still a little warm in Kentucky unfortunately today though we had our first um oh god why am I drawing a blank on the name of the city that Twilight is in. Forks, Washington. Forks, yeah. <laughs> it was like the first like cloudy, like dreary day in fall where you're just like, do I need to go home and watch fucking Twilight mm -hmm. Do I need to it save so myself good. from vampires? <laughs> yes. And I love the meme. I think I sent you maybe something on TikTok that was like, when the weather turns a little, ho a ho a ho. That is the vibe of today. Today is a ho a ho a ho a ho day. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. <laughs> I promise we're we're not obsessed with Twilight. We actually are not, but. <laughs>
What song is that? I don't even remember what the name of that song is. I don't know. We should totally, if there weren't copyright issues, that should be our theme song. <laughs> For the star thing. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Like, everybody would be like, is this the Twilight podcast? Or what am I listening to right now? Hold on. I, I'm trying to figure out. You tomorrow. What? Girl, I have it pulled up on Spotify right now. I'm trying to figure out... This one? I think this is it. It is. It is. That's a long intro. It is. 25 seconds in. Here we go. Eyes on fire and the artist is Blue Foundation. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I have other ones that I need you to play for Genevieve and Griffin on the way to work. Okay. okay? There's this guy that puts people's names in songs. Oh. Let me, hold on, let me look it up. He also, so he'll have like the Genevieve song. And there's also the Genevieve poop song. And the artist oh. is, the odd man who sings about poop puts your name in the song. Genevieve. You could just do the just do the regular one for Genevieve and d let yeah. me let me look up see if there's a Griffin. Oh, there is a I Griffin poop song. the same kind of voice. Yeah. Um, no, but Max showed me this on what, Monday, I think. Um, and so I'm going to prank all of my coworkers on Friday. And I'm I'm starting a playlist of all of the songs with their names in it. And poop. Well, and there's not the ones with poop because there are other ones where it's like, Colleen, Colleen. Well, that, that was that was to the tune of Jolene. Never mind. But then he like starts to spell it out, and he's like, "Ka ka ka, Colleen, C O L L E E N." Like, <laughs> you totally should at work, cause you know somebody somewhere is gonna be like, "Yeah." <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, I'm gonna send these to you because I think if you pull, like, if you just start playing that. I think Griffin oh, yeah. would die laughing. Oh, yeah. That yeah. would be right up his alley. And then Genevieve, you could have just the regular one where he spells out her name. Yeah. Yeah, right now, the <coughs> first song we listened to was Astronaut in the Ocean, which I am over that song. Oh, yeah. Over. Um, and then it's all Taylor Swift until I drop the kids off. So, it goes, Wildest Dreams. That's her first favorite. 
and then it's look what you look what you made me do. Mm-hmm. And then we do vigilante shit. And then those four songs are what take us over to drop the kids off. I love that she listens to vigilante shit every single morning. <laughs> she was like, what did she say at first? And I was like, draw the cat eyes sharp enough to kill a man. And she just had this look on her face like, I knew I liked that song. <laughs> and I just had this look on my face like, I should be terrified, but I'm secretly like loving this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. She's our little bad bitch. She really is. Yeah. I was thinking about her the other day. I just, like, saw a dad walking home with his kids, and there was a, a little girl about Genevieve's age, and I was like, why are these so cool now? She was wearing, like, the cutest outfit and then Nike high tops. And I'm like, why are these kids, like, so well-dressed? But it reminded me of Genevieve, because doesn't she have her Nikes now, too? She has Jordans. Oh, Jordans, yeah. Yeah. Right. Which, that's been a big debate at our house. Are Jordans Nikes? Or are they Jordans? I say that they're Nikes because there's a Nike swoosh on it. Griff agrees Ooh. with me. But Genevieve and Caleb say that they're not Nikes, they're Jordans. To which I say, then why do they have a Nike on them? Maybe they're licensed like, by Nike? Well, that's what he says, and I'm like, yeah. so then they're Nike. <laughs> He's like, no. No. <laughs> like, no matter what they say, I'm like, but there's a Nike on it. I don't know. They, him and Genevieve just get so mad. But we asked, Matt, we asked Matthew, and he was like, well, yeah, there is a Nike on it. And I just looked over at Genevieve. <laughs> ha, ha, I told you. Um, no, we were talking about this at work. There's one picture in particular. I am in a, obviously mom directed me, and I was maybe probably third grade. Um, it is a navy and evergreen plaid dress with a white collar. Oh, I think I'm... I'm pretty sure had a, like, Scotty dog in the same plaid as the rest of the dress. Like, I wore that in school pictures, and kids now are in, like, Air Jordan. You know, it's like, yeah. what has happened? Honestly, I think, I think it's access to fashion online. Oh, because you look at, like, you see all these videos of, like, me as a 14-year-old, and you're, like, dancing in your bedroom, being really awkward and, like, really cringy yeah. making home videos, and, like... With your old baby tech vest on? Yes, and... <laughs> what? Why do you have a little down bubble on... Did you see that? Oh, no. I didn't touch anything, I don't think. It has, like, a little, like, bubble come out of your mouth, and then it had a thumbs down. When I No, I really liked mine. The, it was the purple, the sleeveless, right? Yeah, I had a baby, like a baby blue. I think kids these days just have way more access to fashion and shit that we didn't have access to. Because if yeah. you think about it, like, my first exposure to anything like that was, like, 
begging mom for like a Tiger Beat magazine at Cub Foods. It's just at the tip of their fingers, but it's yeah, it's definitely wild. I feel like kids are growing up way faster, which oh, is terrifying. 100%. Which is terrifying. And I bet a lot of that too is we're probably that generation that's like our parents put us in like a plaid collared dress for school pictures. Like now, I'm gonna put my kid in what. You know, where I think our parents were probably more like, well, what's going to look good in a picture? Yeah. What's going to look like their, like, professional JCPenney pictures versus, like, what what we need to take the four of us? Yes. I was just to thinking. To go JCPenney and get, like, some cringy, like, 90s-inspired photos. Yes. I want one of us, or one of all of us, like, laying on top of each other, <laughs> like... <laughs> All four of us in a prom pose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, are there any JCPenney's that still have, like, oh, photography? Probably. Yeah. I think if we go home and go to the mall, they there has to be one. There's still a JCPenney yeah. in the mall, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be so funny. We have to. Yeah. Well, should we get started? Yeah. I have some Reddit stories for us today. Oh, I'm so excited. We're going to do Am I the Asshole stories today. Oh, I love these. I didn't read this one all the way through. It's titled, Am I the Asshole for Driving Away Without My Wife Because She Can't Plan? ADHD, time blindness, like, is there something else going on? I don't know. I didn't read the whole story yet, but <laughs> I will tell you, people are not happy with this guy. It says, for the past week, my wife and I have been anticipating a baseball game for which we had purchased tickets. We like baseball, but we don't attend many games, so traveling into the city to see games is a rare treat. I know, though, it, though it would take time to drive there and find parking due to traffic. Because the game started at 7 p.m. and we live about 45 minutes from the stadium, I told her this morning that she needed to be ready to get in the car and go by 6 p.m. Which I feel like is a very Izakovich thing of like, but asses in seats at this time, yeah. otherwise we're going to be 45 minutes late. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Says, well, my wife is an avid gamer, so she was engrossed in her latest video game when the clock struck 5.45. She has struggled to plan in the past, and I get tired of reminding her that she needs to budget time to get ready. It's as if she has no concept of time at all, similar to a young child. Well, I was ready to go by 6 p.m., and she was in the bathroom. I saw this as an opportunity to teach her personal responsibility, so I simply left the house without saying a word, got in the car, and started driving to the game. 100% an asshole. It took my wife a few minutes to figure out what I had done, but when she called me, she was absolutely furious. She said it was completely unacceptable, a completely unacceptable move for me to leave without telling her, and that she now had no way to get to the game without paying for parking. I told her that I got tired of constantly waiting for her and that she would plan better next time if she didn't want to get left behind. I also reminded her that I had told her in the morning 
when I expected her to be ready to leave. Absolutely none of this seemed to matter though and she rudely hung up on me after yelling out more insults. Frankly, I think it's completely insane that a grown woman is, is unable to budget her time and I'm starting to suspect that she is doing this on purpose because she's a narcissist who expects me to accommodate her. After all, she's not a dumb woman. She has a science degree. Well, she never showed up to the stadium and I didn't hear from her the whole game, but when I got home there was a note on the door. She told me that I wasn't welcome in the bedroom and that I should sleep on the couch. I made my expectations clear and she couldn't be bothered to meet them. I feel like she should be apologizing to me. Am I the asshole? Yes. Yes. I, I think so, at least. Like, something that you've had trouble with in the past, like, my question is, how many conversations have you had about this? How many conversations have you actually had where you say, this stresses me out, or, like, this is affecting me, I need you to kind of get it together? Because I don't... Right. I don't think that's an unreasonable conversation to have. If, you know, if Max were to come to me and say, what you're doing in this way, you being late is stressing me out, and, like, I feel like I'd be like, oh, okay, let's change that, you know? Right. So, Caleb would not be the type of person that would be like, here's how I'm feeling. And, you know, so, in our situation, he wouldn't do that. However... He would constantly be like, okay, so he grew up with this, like, if you're on time, you're late oh, mentality. Yeah. yeah. So he's the type of person, if he says we're leaving at 6, he expects me and the kids to be ready easily by, like, 5.30. So if I were, like, let's say doing my nails, right, and it's, like, quarter till when he wants to leave, he would at least start saying, like, hey, you know we have to leave in 15 minutes. Right. Right. <clears throat> A reminder. Yeah, that would be his way of being, like, this is really stressing me out because we need to leave in 15 minutes. If she's... It's a narcissistic comment. If that really is true, then you don't just up and leave her to teach her a lesson that's when you say hey you're and this is like the gentle parenting side of me your choice to play your video games now is going to make us late like that's how you would bring that up right to somebody not right. just not you god could you imagine getting out of the shower and realizing that he's no, and I think that's what pisses me off the most is that there, you let her play video games until quarter till you had to leave, like right. 15 minutes till you, and I, that's, I've kind of had to talk to Max about this in the past where like, he'll try and wake me up and you know, we'll have plans to go get coffee in the morning and he is the type of person that like, is out of bed, shoes on, ready to go. Yeah. And I'm like, I need like a minute not not a long time but like let me fix my hair so I don't have freaking bedhead going to the coffee shop where we know the lady you know let me like yeah. go pee put my put a bra on you know it's not as easy right. for girls to just get out of bed and like go no. um right. 
so I understand like that kind of discrepancy of like you know may, a girl has to take a little bit longer to get ready but also right if you know that what is this his wife you probably know how long she takes to get ready right I right. it just baffles me that people are how do you get to the point where you're like so fed up that there there's not even a conversation anymore yeah. You know, like, there's not even yeah. a reminder. It's just like, fuck that bitch. I'm leaving. I'm going to the baseball game. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Feels you toxic. Know I was just thinking, so, where he made that narcissistic comment, I think for him just to leave without even saying, like, I, real, like, I want us to be in the car in five minutes. Is that going to be possible? The fact that he just left, that's kind of narcissistic. That's what I was thinking. Like, so, like, maybe he's saying she's the narcissist because she's unaware of the time. But his actions, probably, if you were to look at different situations, he's probably pretty narcissistic himself. Yeah. And it rubs me the wrong way that, like, he just throws that out there. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe maybe she is, but give us some more backstory about yeah. what what makes her that. You know, like what makes her a narcissist. Don't just yeah. be throwing it out willy nilly. And I think that's what pisses me off so much is that, especially nowadays, there is so much. I love that like therapy is all over and it's becoming so popular, but. I think there are some people that learn therapeutic terms yes. and use them in a negative way and are almost using it as like a manipulation tactic because they yeah. know that there's like a therapeutic buzzword, you know? Yeah. But it's that phenomenon which I feel like is really common and I don't want to like generalize this for the misters that are listening. I think because it's easier for maybe not all women, but a majority of women to be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling in this situation, whereas guys maybe don't tend to do that a lot unless they're, they've been to therapy, you know, and they're encouraged their life or in therapy to express themselves like that. I've noticed, though, that when guys get backed into a corner, their first line of defense is to put the blame on the other person immediately. Mm-hmm. So where he knows he's in the wrong because he left without even telling her, like, I'm leaving. It's time to go. You should have been in the car by now. It's like his excuse is she's a narcissist and she has no concept of time. Yeah. Or it's like, but you still got in the goddamn car drove down the driveway, and drove 45 minutes to the game. All of that just to beat traffic. Yeah. You was know, it, like... It sleeping on the couch that night, was it all worth it? <laughs> the first comment, divorce her if you hate her this much. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So he had to get to the ball field to see the first pitch, which is never great. Let's just be honest. 
Yeah. Yeah. Somebody Maybe like he's you just really like. You have to see all of that to really get the full game experience. Like, just drink a beer and eat a hot dog at the baseball park. Yeah. Full, full park experience. Also, baseball games are the longest sporting event. Yes. And how many freaking innings do you have to have? Yeah. Why do Why do you need a stretch for the 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 fans? Why do you need to have the fans stretch because your game is yeah. so long? But God forbid you miss some. Throw in the first pitch that doesn't even go anywhere close to the catcher, you know? Barely makes it off the mound, yeah. Just, yeah, don't be the asshole. Tempt is normally the nail in the coffin for marriages. He comes off as much more of a narcissist by his choice of words. Was another exactly. comment. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, God. It just, it is wild that. Well, and, okay, like I said in the very beginning, this person said. I read a few sentences and immediately thought she's in the undiagnosed ADHD club as well. So, it's normal for her to get what's called a reasonable accommodation. Yeah. Set a fucking timer for for A reminder. Yeah. When the timer goes off, it's time to wrap up your video game. So Reddit deemed that guy the asshole. (laughs) Obviously. Agreed. Ooh, okay. This one I like. Okay. Um, am I the asshole for telling my wife the lock on my daughter's door does not get removed until my brother-in-law and his daughters are out of our house? That's the title of it. Okay, I'm intrigued. Okay, so it says... You're in my opinion. Um, it says, my brother-in-law, Sammy, lost his home shortly after his divorce ten months ago. He moved in with us and brought his twin daughters. Olivia and Sloane are both 18. His sister, um, the OP's wife, and I have one daughter, Zoe, who's 16. And she and her cousins aren't close, but they get along fine. Olivia and Sloane have no respect for Zoe's privacy. None. They used to walk into her room, take everything they can get their hands on, makeup, phone accessories, clothes, school laptop, etc. Zoe complained a lot, and I've already asked the girls to respect Zoe's privacy and stop taking things. My wife and Sammy saw no issue with this. After all, they're girls, and this is typical teenage girls' behavior. I completely disagree. Last straw was when Zoe bought a $60 MAC makeup kit that looks like a paint set that she had saved up for over a month, and one of the girls, Sloan, took it without permission and ruined it by mixing shades together while using it. I don't know much about makeup, but that's what Zoe said when I found the kit on her bed and she was crying. I told my wife, and she said she'd ask Sloane to apologize, but I got Zoe a lock after I found she was moving valuable belongings out of the house because of this incident. Sammy and his daughters saw the lock and weren't happy. The girls were extremely upset. Sammy asked asked about it and I straight up told him. He said, my daughters aren't thieves. It's normal that girls of the same age borrow each other's stuff. He said, Zoe could easily get another makeup kit for 15 bucks from Walmart and shouldn't even be buying expensive adult makeup in the first place and suggested my wife take care of this defect in Zoe's personality, trying to appear older than she is. 
He accused me of being overprotective and babying Zoe with this level of enablement. I told him this is between me and my wife, but she shamed me for putting a lock on Zoe's door for her cousins to see and preventing them from spending time with her, saying I was supposed to treat them like daughters, then demanded I removed it, but I said this lock does not get removed till her brother and his daughters are out of our house. She got mad, I was implying we kicked them out, and said her family will hate me for this. So I reminded her that I let Sammy and his family move in, in which something her own family refused to do. So she should start with shaming and blaming them for not taking their own son and nieces and granddaughters in. If it wasn't for her family's unwillingness to help, we wouldn't be dealing with this much disturbance at home. Everyone's been giving me and Zoe silent treatment, and my wife is very much upset over this. Not the asshole. That's what Reddit has dubbed as well. And because the twins are 18 years old. Yeah. They should fucking know. You don't go, you're a, a guest, essentially, in that house. You don't go into your younger cousin's room, grab her new makeup palette, that isn't something that you could one buy at Walmart, and two is pretty expensive. Yeah, well, that and she saved up for as well. Yeah, and then mix colors like the shadows together, and basically ruin it. And if the poor girl feels like she has to keep her valuables at school or at a friend's house, that's some bullshit. Yeah, no, that's it's one thing if they were like, can I borrow a sweatshirt? Yeah go into my room, grab a sweatshirt, and then maybe they borrow a couple. But they're like, hey, I washed the, you know, that's completely different. These girls just sound like straight up monsters. Well, and it, honestly, I think, to me, it sounds like because they're twins, they're so used to sharing everything and not really asking. Yeah. That now that they live in the same house, they're not even bothering to ask Zoe if they can yeah. borrow any of her stuff, I would be pissed off too. You and I are seven years apart, so we never really had that, like, sister rivalry of, like, me right. pissing you off and stealing your things. Um, it really wasn't until you went off to college that the things that you left in the house I would start using. <laughs> 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 but at that point, it's fair game, right? Um, <laughs> But still, being cousins and not, you know, really being close with her, I think that's absolutely not okay. Um, right. And this person says, you're the only one sticking up for Zoe. Do not back down. If her cousins want to use expensive makeup, give them your wife's. I guarantee she won't appreciate sharing anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it's like they're treating these 18-year-olds like they're, like, toddlers. Right. You know, where it's like, no, you're 18. Granted, you're, the frontal lobe of your brain isn't fully developed, but you have enough life experience to understand when somebody says, ask, because what you're doing isn't cool. Well, and that's like the first fucking thing you learn as a kid, is like, no, no, don't take that toy without asking. You have to ask so-and-so if you can borrow that. You know, like, that's literally... The first rule you ever learn in life, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not the asshole. And the 16-year-old, what's her name, Zoe? Yeah. 
he's going to grow up knowing my dad has my back. If I if I'm in a situation, I know I can go to my dad and he's gonna help me out and not just like brush it aside and tell me to get over it. Right. I think mom and dad always did a good job of allowing us to have our privacy. Yeah. With the understanding that like we're gonna respect them. They're putting a house like a roof over our head. They are providing all of this for us. Pretty much all they asked for in return was respect. Yeah. But I think as a kid, not having agency over your own space or like having any kind of privacy at all feels really detrimental like to to your development and like how I, I just want to know how are you ever going to be like a functioning adult and be able to set boundaries for yourself and stand up for yourself if you've not been given autonomy over your own things Genevieve's room perfect example you know if you want your toys out if you want it to be a mess it's your space Mm-hmm. Your toys can't come into my space or my room and just be left there, you know. But, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm a big, like you said, they, it's their bedroom. Don't destroy it, but live in it how you want to and what's comfortable for you. Right. I mean, I feel like I was very similar to Genevieve growing up, where my shit was everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, mine was too. Yeah. I mean, I remember mom coming in and at least, like, having me, <laughs> this sounds so bad, I would have, like, a path. Make a path. Make a yeah. path to your bed into, like, parts of the room. So at least yeah. she could get to things and, like, change the sheets on the bed. Right. But she was like, if you want to live in filth, go for it. No, it, it was nice to have, like, that sense of ownership as a kid. Because as a kid, yeah. you don't own anything. Nothing right. that you have is your own, technically. Yeah. Like, it's all been yeah. purchased for you. So I think it's really important to have that kind of ownership over at least your space and your belongings. You yeah. know, within reason, obviously. Like, right, right. But, oh my god, all of these people. No surprise why the brother-in-law is divorced. <laughs> Why yeah. They got that's for sure. Yeah. He's been deemed not the asshole. Agreed. Alright, we got one more. Ooh, this one. I love. That's what I'm excited. <laughs> oh. Am I the asshole for pretending to get fired when customers get a temper with me? Listen. As somebody who, as somebody who works in the service industry, this is my dream. This is my dream, is to be able to fake fire somebody in front of a bitchy customer, or to get fake oh, fired. Oh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant, like, okay, I, I'm following, I'm following, okay. Yeah, and I know you've worked in service industry and, like, a bunch of other careers where you're dealing one-on-one with people, so I'm yeah. curious to see what you think about this. It says, I'm a high schooler with a weekend job at a coffee shop. My coworkers who work weekends are James, the owner's son. He goes to my school. He's a shift manager, but it's not really a formal thing. He's a friendly guy. Uh, And Danielle, a college student who sometimes works weekends too. So sometimes customers will come in and just be angry about such little stuff. 
like literally blow up about nothing. I don't know if they're in a bad mood already or looking for someone to take it out on or what, but it's a lot. Like, how sad do you have to be, like, to be a grown-ass man taking your anger out on high school and college kids? So James and I were joking about having a little fun with them and hopefully getting them off our backs. So one day, I was at work and some guy was having a temper about how we don't make the coffee hot enough, which I couldn't do a thing about because I gave it to him right out of the machine. <laughs> so James came in and was like, sir, is there a problem here? And the guy started ranting at him, too. So he just was like, OP, this is unacceptable. You're fired. And I started acting really sad, like, no, please don't fire me. My family really needs the money. I need this job, please. And he played up being a hard ass, telling me to take off my apron and leave. The angry guy started to backtrack, like, it isn't that big of a problem. You don't need to fire her over it. I didn't mean it. And James was like, no, we pride ourselves in the best customer service. <laughs> we pride after all that drama, I still have my job, we were just acting, and we've done it a couple times. Whenever a customer will lose their temper at Danielle and I, or I, James will storm in and fire us. <laughs> and, almost <laughs> and almost every time, the person who had come in angry will apologize and say that they didn't mean it. It's kind of satisfying making people realize their actions might actually have consequences. Anyway, I was telling my friends from school about this, and a few of them thought it was a mean prank to let someone go away thinking they've got someone who desperately needs the money fired. Am I the asshole for this joke? No. <laughs> no. I love it. I wish I could do this at work. <laughs> oh, my God. But we have so many repeat customers, it would not be possible. Yeah. My first thought is, like, if you're that fucking particular that if you can't handle going somewhere getting your coffee served by somebody else without flipping out brew your own fucking coffee at home right right that's the thing brew like at, home. at work too I'm like it's literally not that big of a deal okay I understand you know maybe people are on first dates whatever it could be a bigger deal but at the end of the day it's beer pizza burgers yeah like it god forbid we have to remake something or we re-pour something or we comp the whole bill like that shit just happens and you know because you have humans doing all of this mistakes are bound to happen but right. some people are just mean for no reason like i've yeah. had this lady back at the restaurant i worked at in ohio she was like you could tell she was probably like 50s or 60s and i brought out her pasta it was a chicken piccata and she goes what like did you change the breading on the chicken I was like, no, it's the same. She goes, it's really sweet. It tastes like pancake batter. I was like, oh, okay. We, you know, I can get you another dish or whatever, and I come over later. And she, well, she's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but I need more sauce with more capers. And I'm like, okay, can do. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So I get her her sauce. I bring it out. And at this point, she has, like, her son sitting across from her, who's probably, like, around our age. He's probably, like you know, 30s or so, 
and she's still complaining. And I've offered to remake it. I, she's still eating it too. I've offered to get her another dish, and she's still bitching about it. And she says something else, and I'm just standing there like, literally like a 21-year-old in college, like, Also, your $10 tip is not worth it to me because you're probably yeah. also just going to hand me a fake dollar that has a fucking Bible verse on it. And unfortunately, I can't pay my gas bill with that. Yeah. No, but she says something else and her son just goes, Mom, what do you want her to do about it? Yeah. And I looked at him and I was just like... <laughs> I just left and was like, I'm going to like not come back. You yeah. guys have enough to drink. I will drop your check and be done. Yeah. Um, but it really does feel like people have to find reasons to get their anger out for yeah. just the stupidest things. And I love right. this. I wish I could do this everywhere. Everybody's like, no, teach these people a lesson about controlling their assholery. <laughs> yeah. from yeah. the war. So I think it just, it really was a different time, not to mention these kids were fucking eating the lead paint off the walls, so God knows what that did to them. But I feel like, you know, our generation not only is not eating the lead paint, um, we are going to therapy, we're learning to talk yeah. about our feelings, and we're deconstructing all of this generational trauma that like our parents had to deal with from their parents and like yeah yeah I feel like so many people talk about how our generations are you know getting so soft and like oh, everybody's a snowflake now my question is why do you want things to be so difficult for children right why yeah. did why do you want like why do you want kids to have to suffer because you did yeah. 
That doesn't make sense. Yeah. What's so bad about emotionally connecting with a child and letting that kid know, I'm a safe space, if you need anything? Like, I love parenting with this idea of if the kids ever find themselves in a situation, I want it to be, I need to talk to mom, not, oh my God, I'm going to have to talk to mom. Yeah. Before I, I really started therapy and got on Prozac, I was that parent that was just very, like, short-tempered, you know, whatever. So I would have to tell the kids sometimes, especially Genevieve, because she was a little older, like, I'm trying not to immediately get frustrated if there's a situation. So, sometimes it might help me while I'm learning to regulate my own emotions to say, I need to tell you something, but don't get mad. Because then that at least started to prompt me to like, okay, she needs to tell me something, take a step back. Right. And it's not that hard to create a habit of that. Right. And and how important is it for your kids to see you working through your own things yeah. and being yeah. vulnerable with them? And, and yeah. I honestly, I think like simply apologizing to little kids when you when you really need to goes a long way. Yeah. Because I feel like as a kid, you you look at your parents like these gods that know everything and that have their shit together and like they're all knowing you know and they're perfect and it's nice to see like that you're human and that this is just a part of humanity is like learning and growing and it's a lifelong thing that you're gonna have to keep doing but I think that's really important being able to like have those moments with Genevieve and Griffin I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. that. And, like, she has said, which makes me feel like the, there are some nights where she'll be like, can I tell you something? And I'm like, I have dishes I have to do. I have to see the shower still. I need to switch over laundry, you know. But it is good knowing you put in the work to hear your own kids say, I really appreciate it when I have to tell you something and you let me. Did she say that? Yeah. And oh. I'm like, oh my god. So, oh. Moral of the story, everybody. Go to fucking therapy. Yeah. Learn about how to regulate your own emotions. Mm-hmm. Don't freak out on somebody because the hot the coffee isn't hot enough. Even though it's just straight out of the fucking pot. Also, these people make like seven dollars an hour okay i promise they don't give a fuck about how hot your coffee is yeah don't be an asshole don't be an asshole yeah it's honestly it's not that hard and something i learned in therapy if you're negative all the damn time you're constantly going to be negative yeah that it's like your brain's immediate go-to that honestly is so true i i've noticed that too i've been trying to do like more gratitude work lately and not necessarily like writing it down but just noticing things in my environment that 
yeah. I'm appreciative of. Like, one of those things is the fucking tree at the end of my street that is so beautiful right now. Yeah. I need to send you a picture of it, because it's the first one that's, like, still a little bit green, but then there's patches of, like, yellow and orange in there. I love it. But, you know, noticing things like that, it's... What did they call it on... Glimmers. Glimmers. Yes, I was going to say sparkles, but glimmers. The opposite yeah. of a trigger. Where instead of finding negative things that affect you in a bad way, you find these things that are all of a sudden like bringing you happiness and bringing yeah. you positivity. And the yeah. more that you find those, the more that they keep showing up for you. Yeah. Yeah. I we got to yeah. talk about some tomfoolery and assholery. But that's like the gossip, which I love. Spill the tea, let's figure out if someone's the asshole or not. Yeah. Well, when thank you. Tell the stories, I'm excited. Yes, 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 yes. Well, thank you for listening. We will see you, you next week. Happy hoa hoa hoa.